2: everyone it is uh, another episode of intentional grounding i'm back i'm back in the fold it's been a minute it's really been a minute uh it's me solo dolo y'all already know what to do y'all already know so come on in come on in take a seat hang out with me man i got i got so much to talk about tonight you know it's uh it's my favorite part of the season where we talk about the nfl draft and we talk about bills offseason moves we got uh, the Bills release stadium renderings. We're gonna take a look at those. We're gonna talk about old Vaughn's recruiting efforts lately with uh, Derrick Henry. See what he see what's what's cracking over there. But uh, nonetheless, you are listening and watching the Buffalo Rumblings Vidcast Network. Make sure you like, follow, subscribe. To Buffalo Rumblings, you know, I'm going to be here all off season long, giving you the latest and the greatest. You already know what to do. Also, I do have a uh, an Instagram page as well that I'm trying to – that I, I just started up, you know, uh, at Furrow Sterling. So you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Furrow Sterling. I'll leave that in the description of this video. So you can uh, make sure you uh, give, me a, give me a little follow, follow. You already know what's up. Uh, let's see who we got up in here today. A little shout-outs. Get some shout-outs in here. As people start popping in here. All
1: right. All right. So,
2: before we jump into all the things Buffalo Bills related, NFL draft related, I want to make sure that you guys know that this show is brought to you By Slider Shelf, all right? Bills fans, are your cabinets in need of a timeout? Say goodbye to fixed dimension options. Wasted space and long wait, Slider Shelf offers high-quality, customized, perfect-fitting slide-out shells and cabinet organizers to make it easy to reach and organize the items you use most in your everyday life. Check them out at SliderShelf.com. Use the promo code grounding to get 10% off two or more standard slide-out shells plus free shipping. Visit their website at www.slidershelf.com and let them help you reach what matters. Yes indeed. This show is brought to you by Slider Shelf. So again, if you're doing a, a home improvement project and, and you need some shelves, you know, make sure you check out my guys at Slider Shelf, man. They'll get you they'll get you right. Uh as we as we pop up in here, as we as we do our thing today, you know, I don't know how you guys feel about the Bill Stadium, but You know, there's been a lot of talks about should it be a dome, should it be open, because part of the Bills' home home field advantage is, you know, the wind and the snow and stuff like that. But the Bills don't seem to play well in those conditions, let's be honest. You know, in the last few seasons, uh, you know, it's like they struggled in inclement weather. But, you know, so BuffaloBills.com released. Their stadium renderings. I'm gonna show you guys what some of them look like here. Uh, this is the first, the first look here. Um so if you're if you're listening uh, on on podcast, you know, obviously you can't see these, but you can go to buffalobills.com and you can uh, you can check these out. But these are the Buffalo Bills stadium renderings. Uh, I think that looks pretty good. Uh, I, I am curious to see how they handle the the tailgating because that's, that's the main attraction when you go to the Bills game. If you've never been uh, to a Bills football game and hung out with Bills Mafia, uh, it is a party that starts early in the morning. And I guarantee you will – you'll probably be drunk by the time the game starts. Uh, here's another view here. I do like – the the big windows here and that giant Buffalo bill on the side. Now these are something to change, but I think this is pretty much what they're going with here. Um, it looks pretty good. To, if you ask me, here's the third one. This is I uh, I don't know. It looked like they got a, they put some Madden players in here, but put the stadium around and uh, it looks pretty good. Uh, they got, you got the overhang there. I'm not sure how that's, you know, uh, I think that's going to pretty much help people who are in the upper deck you know i ho- i hope they insulated well i hope it's heated pretty well we'll see what happens but uh and then there's one more i'm only going to show you four here uh but there's a couple more uh in their little slideshow uh but yeah man this this looks pretty good so the bills would be the bills would be uh doing a damn thing here in the, in the next few years we got <laughs> we got my guy todd oh toddy what what's up todd how you doing bro um anyway so i'm excited about the stadium i can't wait to get out there and, and check it out um you know i i know you know the home opener which is always crazy i know that's going to be uh an event that's that's going to be wild so if you have again you can go check those out at buffalobills.com but you know it's time for me to uh you know you guys haven't heard me talk about this uh on this show because you know we we are just now picking up from the playoff season, but I've been on other shows, other podcasts, um, and I want to come in here and share with you all what my thoughts were on the Bills losing to the Bengals. Um, you know, I can't lie and say that I was uh, I was happy about it. Definitely wasn't happy about it. It, it kind of, it, you know, it pissed me off. I'm sure it pissed a lot of you off. I'm almost certain of that because we talk about it, but it pissed a lot of us off. And I just want to kind of uh, vent here on our Buffalo Bills. Now I understand that this is a this isn't a poverty-stricken franchise. I also know that this isn't a losing franchise, as as the Bills have been one of the best teams in the league the past few seasons. Um, I mean, this team was thirteen and three last season. So I mean, I, I, in actuality, I mean, you, you it's okay to criticize the team, but be um, be realistic too. Right. And and so tonight I want to, I want to definitely kind of be realistic, but I put a tweet out and, and, you know, I was in my feelings, not going to lie. And I said that, uh, I'd be okay if the bills fired Leslie Frazier and offensive coordinator Ken Dorsey that I was like, I was okay with that. And, uh, how do you know, if you were to ask me how I felt about that today, um, I've kind of calmed down on the fire Ken Dorsey train. Um, now, if you ask me about Leslie Frazier, I, I would still can him, to be honest. But as you know, uh, the Bills, they definitely uh, – when it comes to coaching, they don't make major decisions. All right? uh, I, I think Leslie Frazier will be a, a definite fixture uh, for this Bills defense for the, next, for, for the foreseeable future. Uh, if they were gonna fire him, they would have done it already. So, obviously, Sean McDermott, uh, and, and Brandon Bean, and, and Terry Pagula are, are okay with the performance that the defense have, has had, right? And just so y'all know, for those of you who know me, y'all already know that when I go live solo, I always drink a bottle of wine, and it's 19 Crimes. And this show isn't sponsored by 19 Crimes, but. And no, I'm not an alcoholic. All right. Some of you are going to be an alcoholic. No, I'm not an alcoholic, but I do enjoy some wine and I drink it out the bottle. It's ratchet. It is so ratchet, but I love it. Um, so Leslie Frazier, um, let's talk about it. You know, the bills gave up 27 points in this last playoff game to the Bengals. Um, you could tell that from the jump that the off the defensive game plan was, was lacking. I mean, these guys, uh, it's just, it wasn't good enough. I mean, you know, Joe Burrow, I mean, easy access throws all day long. I mean, the bills couldn't cover him. The bills can cover anybody. So Joe Burrow just sitting back there, just carving them up, you know, death by a thousand cuts, death by a thousand five yard catches or, or a short intermediate passing game. I mean, it was, it was brutal. I mean, you, you know, you, you go back and watch the all 22. You saw guys seven, 10 yards playing off. Like you're, first of all, you're in the snow. So I I, I don't understand. Like are you expecting them to go over top on you in that weather with that footing? I don't think so. Why couldn't
1: you play more aggressive? Why couldn't you play more aggressive? It just seems that, in these close games
2: that where there is a quarterback who is above average okay quarterbacks who are above average um or you know what better than above average i would say you know the top top 10 quarterbacks in the league it's like the bills just their game plan sucks on defense it's not aggressive enough uh you know i listen man you drafted Kyrie Elam, You barely played him this year, and I know. You know, we talk about you know the injuries and and all that, but there's no excuse, man. There there is no excuse on so the opening drive. I mean, what? what the, who who the tight end caught the first touchdown, or was that Jamar Chase? I think Jamar Chase caught the first touchdown, and, and it was without effort. I mean, it, it just it's brutal. The Bills' defensive line continues to be an issue. They can't get pressure on the quarterback. Let's not forget that the Bengals had guys, three guys, from their starting
1: offensive line out of the game. Bills couldn't generate any pressure up front. None. That's a problem. That is a problem. All right? I I, I don't know what to tell y'all. Um Kinda sucks. You know, you you got, you know, we put
2: so much emphasis and we give Tremaine Edmonds and Matt Milano a lot of credit. And rightfully so. I mean, those guys, they play their butts off this year. But collectively as a whole, I think when it matters most, I mean we're we're out there missing tackles. All I mean, it, it's just it, it's man, when the Bills are in faced with these moments you look at the Kansas City loss the year before I was 13 seconds right if you if you go back and look at the the AFC championship game when the bills lost to the chiefs it's the same it's the same thing you know the bills spend all this money on key defensive free agents or or you know when they draft and develop their own and sign that's that's their philosophy but where does it get them all right, cool. You have a defense, you know, in the regular season that that that's top five. Okay. But when it matters most, when are you when when is the bit when are the bills going to scheme up a game plan that like when I what I saw from, you know, Lou Anna Maruno from the Bengals. Like there is nothing on the Bills from a coaching standpoint where you go, okay, this coach brings this to the table and I'm scared of it can you think of anything? Cause I can't. What, what does Sean McDermott bring to the table that you go, Oh,
1: Oh, Oh my gosh. Like the bills are coming. I can't think of nothing. What about Ken Dorsey? What does Ken Dorsey do that, that,
2: that has an opponent scared outside of Josh Allen, Stefan what, what What is he bringing to the table? I, I, I don't, I mean, I'll wait. Cause, cause uh, I can't find nothing. Leslie Frazier. I mean, so I'm not I'm not sitting here saying that the Bills are an awful team and they can't win and so forth. But I think, you know, the scrutiny that they're getting this offseason, I think it's fair. I think it's fair. And and I think as a fan, you don't have to drink the Kool-Aid. You don't have to trust the process is what they're going to tell you. You could be a fan of the team and be skeptical of what they've done. You could be skeptical of the moves that they're doing. And we're just talking about coaching right now. Again, this isn't a bad coach football team. But when it matters most, they're not they're not answering the bell. And, and that's an issue. That's an issue to me. And I'm tired of sitting here, you know, just 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 happy go lucky. You know, just, uh, you know, oh, my gosh, you know, we're going to be OK. Hey, man, we might not be OK. Not if it keeps going like this. How long, you know, how long are we going to sit here and be like, damn, uh, we're just not good enough. It's just not good enough. I, w- I was in a meeting last week with my CIO at work. And for those of you who don't know, I work in it and, uh, we've been working with this, uh, this software, you know, that we've been having issues with for the past year or so. And, uh, we got professional services, et cetera. And we were, before I got on the phone with my CIO, I was in a, on a, on a conference call and a kind of a workshop where we were going through some of the issues that we were having and fixing some stuff and et cetera. And we had one, the vendor on the phone with us. And, uh, you know I asked the vendor a question I said you know you've worked with so many of these companies before that 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 are using this software where do we rank in terms of our structure and how we have things put together and it was like i would say that you guys are above average and so because we're having so much problems with the with the software and and so forth i'm like you know what like that's a win like i'll i'll take that as a win and so I get, you know, get back to the story. So I, I, I get on the call with uh, the Zoom with my boss and he's like, I told him I was excited about it. And I told him, I said, yo, they said that we were uh, above average, you know, as, as far as our structure and how we've kind of, how we kind of operate and so forth. And he looks at me, and he goes, and you're okay with that, that you're just above average. And I was like, damn, like.
0: Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity V-A-N-29.com.
2: No, I'm not okay with that. You know, he's a former college athlete, so we're both competitive. And I think when we look at this, this Bill's team,
1: when we, in, the, in the lens of coaching, is it good enough? Is it good enough? And And, and I'm afraid
2: that that we we definitely have some 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 things to work out some issues man that uh that need to be addressed that need to be addressed I, I don't know if you guys know but you know the eagles fired andy reid they 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 got to a point where they said it wasn't good enough and i know the bills you know here here's the problem with bills mafia right now they'll say stuff like well you know uh who who else are we gonna get who else are we going to get as a head coach? I mean, Sean McDermott and these guys, they took us out of the, you know, they they took us out of the mud when we were, you know, uh, had a drought baby. We didn't make the playoffs for 17 years. Who else are we going to hire? And I don't think we, we, we should have a poverty mentality. And I, I'm not sitting here and saying, you know, that we need to fire Sean McDermott. But I do think when it comes to expectation, I do think the expectations should be raised. I think things like 13 seconds, there's no excuse for it. I think things like coming into a divisional playoff game at home against the Bengals and your offense puts up 10 points. That you don't make any adjustments after the first two possessions to play, you know, man coverage or tighter coverage and in, in, in to, to stop the Bengals pass game. I think that's a
1: problem. I think that's a problem. So. Uh that's on the defensive side. Offensively, you know, you guys
2: know that that I, I'm a big fan of getting Josh Allen weapons. And that's kind of where we're gonna we're gonna kind of get into our, our next topics here. But but the Bills need to get Josh Allen weapons. So, you know, it it, it
1: comes down to outside of Stefan Diggs and Josh Allen what do the bills really have offensively? Not they they don't, they really don't have an answer. I mean, we saw
2: this season inconsistent Gabriel Davis um you know, try to step into that wide receiver two role. And uh, you know, what we learned was, you know, his, his route tree or or his route running ability is extremely limited. Uh he doesn't separate well. And you know, uh he doesn't offer you much from in the short intermediate areas of the field,
1: and his hands are questionable. I mean, he has one of the most unorthodox uh, catching points I've seen in a
2: wide receiver. It's like his hands are flipped or it's it's so weird, but we saw him drop a lot of balls this year. He dropped a lot of balls, and uh so. You don't have a number two wide receiver. And you, you you really, even though the Bills ran the ball better
1: this year statistically, I think they still had some issues on the offensive line, right? Big time issues on offense. offensive. Spencer Brown, second year. What was his
2: development this year? Now, I know he was coming off of back surgery, so... You know, his, his offseason was kind of hampered and limited, but man, like you I even though he came off, you know, an injury, you would expect him to
1: play more consistently down the stretch, and I didn't see that. Issues at guard, right? We got issues
2: at guard. Left guard to be exact. Came we we went and got a, a Pro Bowl left guard. What did it get us? He was statistically, or according to PFF, or according to to the trained eye,
1: watching the film, he was the worst offensive lineman the Bills had in the starting lineup. He was the worst one. I'm going to see if I can uh, pull up what his PFF grade was on offensive line. But it, it wasn't good. It was not good. Um
2: what about Deion Dawkins? Now I would say Deion Dawkins and Mitch Morse. I would say that they they
1: were the, the better um offensive linemen that we've had. Right? But ah, I'm telling you, outside of that,
2: you know, it was it was bleak. it it was rough it was really rough um mitch morse you know we talk about mitch morse here for a minute mitch morse was phenomenal i mean seeing this guy
1: get to the second level was amazing was amazing so roger saffold (laughs) his pff grade was a 44.
2: that tells you how bad he was okay Now, that's his total composite offensive grade, okay? A 44. He, in pass block, he was a 50. And at run blocking, he
1: was a 43. A 43. That ain't going to cut it, man. He had
2: 1,195 snaps, okay? So, that was the most on the offensive line. So, you know, uh, he even had more snaps than Josh Allen by one, okay? So, I mean, consistency in terms of availability, I'll give him a pass. I'll give him a pass. But uh, outside of that, man, what 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 did he bring to the table? Like, go, going into the season, I thought, okay, you know, at least he's going to be um, – at least he's gonna be a solid run run blocker. At least give me that. He ain't do nothing. We got my, my guy Daryl right here, man. He says Gabe, Gabe can't run Chris Raps and catches sideways. We need better weapons and protection. Should be the should be the goal going into the draft. I agree. I agree. I agree. Uh, and we're gonna get into some 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 options here in a second. But the offensive line needs help. And and you know what. I am sick and tired, you know, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired, all right? I'll I, be okay if, if the Bills spent a lot of their resources on the offensive side of the ball, right? You, go get two offensive linemen. Go get a, a wide receiver or two. You have nothing there at guard. Okay, Ryan Bates, move Ryan Bates back to left guard. Figure out your right, right guard and right tackle. I, I think Spencer Brown needs some competition. He needs some competition because uh I I'm sick and tired of, you know, and now you're gonna hear I'm sick and tired, but I am, damn it. I ain't gonna cap. I'm tired of this shit. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. Um, but go get some competition for Spencer Brown and right tackle, whether that's drafting a rookie, whether that's going to sign a free agent. Y'all the Bills gotta do something,
1: all right? But Wide receiver-wise, what what are the options out there? What are the options? You, you could go sign Odell Beckham, right? You can.
2: Now, I don't know what, what it's going to cost for the Bills to sign Odell Beckham, but even if you do sign Odell, you still have to draft a wide receiver. We drafted Khalil Shakir. The man had 10 catches on the season.
1: 10. And limited opportunities. So, I mean, at what, here's my question. At what point do you go, you know what? Isaiah McKenzie. (laughs) Isaiah
2: McKenzie over Khalil Shakir. Yep, that's a great idea. Let's roll with it. (laughs) What? Even if, even if. Khalil Shakir had issues learning the offense, etc. I'd rather have Khalil Shakir in the offense or getting those snaps that Isaiah McKenzie got because there's potential there. He is a better route runner right now than Isaiah McKenzie. He offers more. He has better hands. At least from a ball security perspective. Why, why didn't the Bills start Khalil Shakir? Now, when he got drafted. You know, hey, I was excited. What fifth round pick? I was excited. Brandon Bean was like, you know, that's it was that that's my best selection since Josh Allen.
1: Well, your best selection since Josh Allen got 10 catches. Was it a trust issue with Josh Allen? I don't know. And we won't know. We will not know. But what was it? Same could be said for Kyrie Elam let's you know it's it's so it's so good to take a snapshot of draft night
2: to actuality of what happened toward the end of, at the end of the season and the season says that the man came on he he played well like we were you know fan wise i know at least i was saying that the Bills should have uh they should have been playing uh Kyrie a long time ago why did it take so long well you know they really like what they had in Christian Benford. And that's
1: fair. Like, Christian Benford was a good pick, right? That, I'm, I'm totally fine with that. But you healthy scratched
2: Kyrie Elam to play Dane Jackson. What? Make that make
1: sense. It doesn't make sense. Now, again, we're just fans. I'm just a content creator, right? I, I mean, I, I want to give them the benefit of the doubt. Maybe there's something in there that they know that I don't know. I don't know. But Khalil Shakur played well toward the end of the season. And in the playoffs, he he was probably more consistent than Davis White He was coming off ACL injury.
2: I mean, it's it just it's so frustrating, man, when you put all this together it's frustrating bro it's so frustrating y'all so you know it has me thinking like okay do the bills are they afraid to play rookies I don't know if that that can't be it I mean when they drafted Tredavis White, Tremaine Edmonds, Josh Allen they I mean those guys got some play like soon really quick James Cook is another you mean to tell me that now I'll give Devin Singletary you know Devin Singletary was better in short yardage and he's better in pass protection. So maybe that's why James Cook didn't play that much. Right. But James Cook was the be- better running back toward mid and toward the end of the season in the playoffs. He was a better running back, but Devin Singletary still started. I mean, when you look at like, like I'm okay with, if the bills, in my opinion, like I, in life, like I'm okay failing if I know I gave, I gave it my all. Right? Like I I'll take an L, you know, I'll take it. Doesn't mean I'm I'm happy about it, but I'll take it knowing like, yo, I gave it everything I had and this is the outcome, right?
1: But the bills, man, it's just like it's just I I don't know, man. It, it's so much to be left on the table. And it's frustrating. And so we go we're going into the off season. And we got all these questions.
2: Like this is the first off season where the Bills. I can look. I can look at their roster and say, the Bills need help outside
1: of cornerback at every single position. Do the Bills need help at defensive tackle? Yes. Do the Bills need help at defensive end? Yes. Do the Bills
2: need help at linebacker? Well, you're about to lose Tremaine so yes, and, and and oh, don't get me started on Terrell Bernard. I don't know what the plan is for him. Horrible pick. I I didn't like it when it when he made it. I ain't gonna cap. I did not like it. Now see, now I need a drink.
1: I wasn't feeling it when when he made the pick. Terrell Bernard, come on, man. You might say, well, certainly you're just
2: venting a lot. Yeah, I'm venting. All right. This is what we do. But let, let's let's go to safety. Yeah, they need a safety. Lamar Hamlin, we don't know when he's gonna play. You're losing Jordan Poyer. So you need help with safety.
1: Okay. Offensive side of the ball. Outside of quarterback, well, you need a backup quarterback. Because
2: I mean, unless you resign Case Keenum. Matt Barkley, you know, he ain't playing. At running back, okay. (laughs) Naeem Hines. (laughs) Why did the Bills go get Naeem Hines if he if you're not gonna use him? Just for special teams. Like, come on, man. But the Bills need help at running back, so you need a a do-it-all or a, a definite short yard is back because I don't think they're going to bring back Devin Singletary. And why would you bring
1: back Devin Singletary, right? And wide receiver, like, can we can we stop with the these,
2: like, retreads of wide receiver? Man, like, I'm okay with bringing back Cole Beasley. Like, bring back Cole Beasley. That, I'd be cool with that. And if you see me looking over here, it's because I'm on Instagram Live. But bring back Cole Beasley. And let him play the slot. I mean, you I think you're the Bills are kind of desperate for a slot receiver. Big time. You gotta let Isaiah McKenzie go. It it's time to peace out, my dude.
1: Peace out, my guy. You gotta go. But it's safe to say the Bills need two wide receivers. What about tight end number two? Outside of Dawson Knox. Yeah. Yeah, bring some competition in. So, I mean, you go through the roster, and oh,
2: sorry, offensive line. Yeah, you you definitely need to bring in competition at right tackle, and you definitely need to find a starting right guard. Because I'm assuming that they don't bring Saffold back. Ryan Bates kicks the left guard, and then what? What are you going to do at
1: right guard? Right, you you need so you need at least two offensive linemen. Now, you put all that together,
2: that's a that's a hell of a lie. Oh, and by the way, the Bills are over the cap by twenty minutes, which they could create cap space to 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 you know to make signings and so forth. But oh, and the leader of your defense is leaving, probably, unless you franchise tag him, or do you really want to commit that much money to a, a linebacker to a middle linebacker when you just gave Matt Milano the bag? I mean, there's so much I can attack in this, or the underutilized, heavy, uh, you know, the dude makes so much money, Dawson Knox, and you don't even use him. I don't know, man. It, it may sound that I'm being negative, but I, I just, re- I really just want to be, I want to be honest about all this. I want to be honest, man. And I think, you know, the at the sooner Bills Mafia or as fans, we're honest. I think that's where you can kind of start to make sense of what uh what's what's happening right or, or what to expect
1: i think that's huge um so weapon for josh allen so wh- what do the bills do
2: to get josh allen some weapons so we talked about you could go get you know an old what does odell beckham bring to the table i think he brings you uh route running He he can get he can get open at the short intermediate and deep So he would be a good option for a stopgap number two. But how much are you going to have to pay him? Right? Don't know. I would much rather roll the dice and draft someone, uh, a Jalen Hyatt in the second round, uh, Zay Flowers in the first round, Jackson Smith and Jigba in the first round. Like, I would be okay if the Bills leverage some of their uh, capital and or, or
1: or package Ed Oliver in a draft day trade or or prior to, if the Bills could trade down. Like, go get somebody. Gotta do it. You know
2: our offense is predicated on on, on all it's all Josh Allen all the time, which is fun for us. And if you're a fantasy owner of Josh Allen, kudos to you. But in reality. It ain't. It's not. It is not a formula, a sustainable formula. It's just not. Um. What are some other draft options for the Bills at twenty-seven?
1: Now I'm not going to mention running back yet. So the Bills, Broderick uh, Jones, that offensive tackle,
2: is an option. Jordan Addison, that wide receiver, you know. I don't think he makes it to twenty-seven. I, I think Jordan Addison is going to go anywhere from twelve to twelve to sixteen-ish. Quentin Johnson, you know, I think he's I, I think he's wide receiver one in this draft. Um, I don't think he makes it out of the out of you know past twelve. Uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba is probably he's going to go in the twenties somewhere, but I think he might be gone by twenty-seven. Now, if the you know, I, I think he would be the best. Uh, option at, at 27 due to availability. I mean, Jack Jackson Smith and Jigs was route running is probably the best in this draft, right? I mean, he's not a blazer, but what he does in the short intermediate areas to get open and, and, and break off, uh, you know, at the top of a route, I i think it's and his hands are great. And he's a Buckeye, y'all know I'm a Wolverine fan, but he's a Buckeye. But I, if Jackson Smith and Jiggs was
1: there at 27, you go get him. Uh, you know, when you talk about, uh, you know, uh, in, interior offensive lineman, John Michael Smith, go, uh, that'd be a, a
2: viable option, right? DeWan Jones, another Buckeye from Ohio State, you could go grab him. Um, Zay Flowers, look, man, I, I'm telling you all right now, you want to talk about a prospect that's going to rise up draft boards, uh, in this draft process is going to be Zay Flowers. Zay Flowers is a is a 5'10 wide receiver. Uh
1: Boston College. Look, man, I'm telling you, he he's uh he's a he's a the way he plays in space, gets you some rack. You know, the
2: the Bills, when the last time the Bills had somebody that could really, you know, yards after catch. I, I think he could do that. Um, you know, I, I think he's a great fit for this offense. I think he's
1: more competitive at the catch point than,
2: uh, you know, you know, your guy, uh, Davis. I mean, I'm telling y'all, he, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna go up draft boards. Keep, keep an eye on Zay Flowers. Um, you know, I do think, I, I think that Dewan Jones will be a good option at, at, tackle. Like I just mentioned him. Um, they should, they should take a look. They should take a look. You know, there's, there's notion Josh Downs. Yeah. Josh Downs will be great. Rasheed Rice and, and Jalen Reed. Yeah. They would be later. I would say third, fourth, fifth round, Xavier Hutchinson, you could throw in there as well. Um, but I would be okay if the Bills did not draft a defensive player in this draft and went straight offense, I know that's probably unrealistic, but I would be okay with that. And I don't, and I don't even care what they do in free agency. I would be okay. If the Bills just went, let's, 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 you know what, let's do this. Let's, let's go ahead and do this. We're going to do a mock draft here on the show tonight. All right. And I already had this, I already had this
1: queued up. All right. I'm going to share my screen. I'm going to share my screen right now, and we're going to do this. We are going to do this. So I'm going to go –
2: so this is the PFF Mock Draft Simulator. Now, just keep in mind that the players in their in their, their draft spots, they're going to change as we get close to the NFL draft uh, in April, but – Let's let's we're going to do the bills. We're going to do seven rounds. We're going to make this quick. All right. We're going to start the draft. All right. And we're the bills are picking at 27. And this is what's on the clock. All right. So the best player available on the board right now is Deontay Banks. That's a cornerback from Maryland. Uh, Again, we're not taking anything defense. So so here's here's something that's that's pretty dope. Here's something that's pretty dope. So, but John Robinson is here at 27. And isn't this look at God work? Look at God work. Well, I tell you what, hey,
1: so here's the debate. Here is the debate. And y'all need to see my face on this. So there is a lot of there is a lot of talk about the Bills should not take a running back in round one. And I can I can understand that logic to an extent. But I do think that
2: Bajon Robinson is a top three prospect in this draft, regardless of position. So for value's sake, wouldn't you want to have a game-breaking running back that would only make James Cook better, just because you you have a do-all, everything back, you have two, three dynamic receiving options that, from the backfield that you don't use correctly. But you got three of them. So you at, at 27, let's say the Bills took Bajon Robinson. Okay? Now, if you haven't watched any, any highlights of Bajon Robinson, watched any film, you, or watched a, a Texas Longhorn game, you probably should do so. And it might change your mind about picking a running back at 27. But Bajan but Robinson gives you contact balance, speed, vision, all the things. He, he's probably
1: the best running back since Saquon Barkley in 2018. So before I say we
2: picked Bajan Robinson in this mock draft, let's take a look at running backs taken in the first round since 2015. Okay, so we'll go, we'll start with 2015. Todd Gurley, Melvin Gordon, 2016, Ezekiel Elliott. And in the second round, uh, Chubb was taken, okay, in the second round. 2017, Leonard Fournette, Christian McCaffrey. 2018, Saquon Barkley, Rashad Penny at 27, Sonny Michelle. 2019, Josh Jacobs, 2020, Clyde edwards 2021, Travis Etienne and Najee Harris, that's two. 2022, none. Right? So, how many first round running backs? Or do I have a grade on? I only have Bijan Robson. Jameer Gibbs is a second round, early second round draft pick to
1: me. Okay. But Bijan, Bijan is dope. Bijan Robson is dope. So.
2: For the sake of this uh mock draft here let's go ahead
1: we're gonna let's go ahead and take but john robinson let's do it okay we're taking the plunge all right so
2: bills mafia you got yourself a running back you got josh allen a
1: weapon regardless of position you got him a weapon now here we go so round 2 pick 59 okay pick
2: 59 you could take andre carter who is a long uh defensive end from army okay i think he's like 6 foot 7 so you 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 essentially be getting gregory russo number 2 that's an option okay tank dell at 37 which he's another guy that's going to rise up draft boards uh Or Josh Downs. So those are your receiving options, okay? Uh, Let's see. Okay, yeah, so those, those are your receiving options, okay? You could take Rasheed Rice, but he's at 81. I think he could be there in the third round. Now let's look at interior offensive line. You got Luke Weipler, center from Ohio State. Uh... Joe Titman is a very intriguing prospect. I like Joe Titman. All right. So, oh, and Parker Washington. If y'all don't know who Parker Washington is, y'all might want to go check him out. He's pretty dope. Wide receiver from Penn State. So, for the sake of the draft today, I think I'd rather have Josh Downs than Tank Dell. So, you know what? See, this is the hard part because I know the Bills need help at, at interior offensive linemen. The Bills need help at tackle, right? They need help at tackle. They So I'm, we're going to roll the dice, okay? We're going to go wide receiver here. So let's just say the Bills take Joshua Downs, wide receiver, North Carolina in the second round. And here we go in the third round pick. Now, I'm not doing any trades yet. We'll do
1: those later, okay? Now. So if you look, Tank Dell is still on the board. How crazy is that? Tank Dell is still on the board. This is tough because I like Christopher Smith as a safety. Uh,
2: Travis Hodges Tomlinson is a little small for me at cornerback. Sidney Brown will be a great pick. Sidney Brown uh, from Illinois would be a
1: great pick. But what what do you do here? What do you do here? I, I'm perplexed. I don't know what to
2: do here. But let's just say we go – the Bills need help with safety. So let's just say we go Sydney Brown, safety, Illinois. All right? That, that fills a need, and I think the, the player that you get there is phenomenal. I think Sidney Brown would fit this defense.
1: So, in the fourth round, now we got our running back. We got our wide receiver. Okay, let's go. Let's
2: let's look at offensive line help here, because I think this uh, this draft is offensive line heavy, right? You could find a guy in the fourth round. You can find a guy in the fourth round, and
1: it's just not there. Like, the value doesn't match the need, right? So, you know what? Huh. This is tough. This is tough.
2: I think the Bills need help at uh, Interior Defense Alliance, so – we're gonna we're gonna take another Longhorn. Moro Ajomo, defensive, uh, defensive tackle. You can play that three
1: tech. All right. Here we go. Bills in the fifth round, pick 139. Who are we gonna get?
2: Again, the offensive linemen are gone. Woo! Tough. And I'm not just gonna reach. You know, that's when you get in trouble when you reach. Deuce Vaughn, Trey Dean, Stetson Bennett. Hey man, I would
1: not draft Stetson Bennett my freaking life depended on it. Ah. you know,
2: let's go quarterback here. When in doubt, go cornerback, man. You go get, get Jacorian Bennett. Let's just say that that uh, Christian Biffen moves to safety. You're going to need a cornerback, so I, I think Jacorian Bennett can play in this in this uh, nickel cover two. I think he could do that. So the Bills get a cornerback in the fifth round. And we haven't taken an offensive lineman. All
1: right? So the offensive lineman, the good ones are gone. But now this is where we might reach a little bit, okay? We definitely need a guard. We need a tackle. Um, let's... Let's go, let's see offensive tackle. Trevor Reed. Yeah. Get
2: some upside. Let's see. Interior. Caleb Murphy, TJ Bass. This is tough. This is tough. But for the sake of take for this mock draft, we're gonna have many. All right. Let's let's go. Let's go Trevor Reed tackle. Okay. I I think he's a guy that he's a little consistent. But um, I think you know, pass blocking is. I think he can give you some upside. He's six foot five, three hundred seven, slender. He, he's a he's a decent athlete. He's not he's not a great. He's not Spencer Brown in terms of athleticism, uh, but I think he's a little bit more technically refined than Spencer Brown. Now I think he can give him competition there. So that's why that's why we took him there. Okay. So and that's it. With no trade downs. Okay, so
1: we get an A- from PFF. Look at us go, y'all. Look at us go. Sidney Brown was our best pick. All right. Hey, that's not a bad mock draft, y'all. I'm just saying. That ain't bad at all. That is not bad. So, Zachary says, "Go, John Michael Smith, future center of this
2: team." So, yeah, I, you know what? In all the actuality, I, I, you know, I could have just double dipped that wide receiver. We could have just double dipped there. And, and I think as we continue on, we're going to do mock drafts every week if we do the show, because things change. Free agency takes place. Uh, I think free agency is March 15th and March 13th. So we're we're going to be doing mock drafts. This is what I like to do on my show. Because you know I I like talking info draft, but hey, that actually is the first PFF draft where I've gotten higher than a, a, a B plus. We got an A minus on that. That that's a pretty solid draft. Like Sydney Brown, we we got Sydney Brown in the third, Josh Downs in the second, and Bijan Robinson. I mean, so you look at that. You get two playmakers, two playmakers that will be a big addition to help Josh Allen. Okay, but John Robinson. I know everybody hates it. Why well, would you take a running back in round one? Oh. He's the top three player in this draft. Why not take him? You, you can actually hand him the ball off and not worry about it because he's going to make plays. Josh Downs is going to give it to you down the field. He he can he can short intermediate. I think he has a route running ability to uh, to help out there. Sidney Brown is a thumper. I think he's great in coverage. Moro Jomo. I think look he can play three tech. He can spell out Oliver, see what they do with him. Jacorian Bennett, I think a solid corner for, for, for a guy that you're going to pick in the fifth round. All right? And Trevor Reed to tackle, a little bit of a project there. But, you know, I think that's something that they could work with if they're going to go that route. So it doesn't hurt to take offensive talent. That, that's my whole point. Like, the Bills continually just go defense, 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 defense. Like, it just it gets on my nerves. Give Josh. Don't be the Packers. Give that man some weapons. Give Josh Allen some weapons. Um, let's talk about. But you know, we got about ten minutes left on the show. There was something that that I wanted to chat with you guys about before we before we took off. Um, you know, we're gonna look at this here. I wanted to talk about this. So we got Von Miller. Our beloved Von Miller hanging out with Derrick Henry. Okay. Uh Von Miller, since he's been a Buffalo Bill, has definitely recruited. He he was after Odell Beckham. I mean, you know, Von is connected in the league and a lot of players respect him. So recently, Von Miller and Derrick Henry working out together. Von's coming off an injury. You know, Derrick Henry is just a freaking, he's a beast. Uh even you know people say that he's on the downslope but he had a great year last year for the Tennessee Titans and they're they're working out and, and Bob Miller makes a post on Instagram that, that says at last underscore king underscore two which is Derrick Henry and he has eyes and he has a buffalo under it. Okay. So I think it's believed that if you were to go get Derrick Henry, if you trade for him, I don't know what the compensation would be. Maybe uh a fourth and a fifth a fourth fifth and a and a and a fifth of next year i mean you, you you're not giving up a ton right would
1: you take derrick henry for the next two years as a stopgap would you I would as a stopgap running back for two years absolutely I, I make the trade today
2: and I know people say, "Well, why would you?" Ah, uh, you know, you, you're gonna have people. All these GMs are gonna tell you, "Ah, why don't you do it?" I, I do it in a heartbeat. He, he's
1: a bonafide dude. Derrick Henry is a bonafide dude, man. This thing—you would have Derrick Henry and Josh Allen running over people in your offense. Now, if you don't get Bijan John Robinson, right? If he if Bajan Robinson
2: falls to you at 27, which I don't think he will, but if he does, you take him. You just take him. Now, of those running backs that I mentioned, how many of those guys are going to get second contracts with their team? So, you, there, there, there is some pros and cons of drafting a running back at 27. Like, the Bills draft Bajan Robinson, you're going to use him for four years, five years, and then you're going to let him go. I mean, that's pretty much the shelf life of running back. Now, if he's just amazing, like one of the top five players in the league, et cetera, then I think you justify paying him the money. You justify paying him the money. But if he ain't that, which I I do think he will, but man, how much is that going to cost? How much is that going to cost? I don't know. I don't know. But back to Derrick Henry, I, I'd do it, man. I, I'd make
1: that trade. I would make that trade today. I ain't going to lie. Um, But – there you have it. I mean, so tonight
2: we we talked about Derrick Henry and, you know, what's his fit on the bills. You know, I, I think he'd be a great addition. Vaughn, keep recruiting your ass off, man. We need it. You know, bring all the good players to Buffalo. All right. You know,
1: the capologist, Brandon Bean, front office, make it. Make it happen, Captain. You know, but you got to draft well. 'Cause if you draft well, you don't need to
2: you really don't need free agency like that. You know, if you're drafting guys that can come in and play, that, that are starters, which is hard to do, but the consistency in which they draft has to be better. This is one of the most important drafts, I believe, in recent history, recent memory, since they since Josh Allen was drafted by the Buffalo Bills. You the Bills have to hit on draft picks. That's what they have to do this season they don't even have they might even have to do some some trade backs to to get more capital or I don't know how they want to do it but some more picks would be nice. I mean, this isn't um <laughs> you know, this isn't one of those uh those years where, you know, there's so many top end talent. I think there's a lot of good depth in this draft. Um you know, my boy Spence in, in our group chat, says uh, he, he wants bond to PGM. Hell yeah, I do. Go get go, go get them all, dog. Go get them all. But wrapping up here, uh, just make sure you guys know that you are listening and watching the Buffalo Rumblings Vidcast Network. This is uh, intentional groundings. I'll be here every Monday, every Monday night at 9 p.m. Eastern time, 7 p.m. Mountain Standard time. Uh, we're gonna be talking NFL Draft. We're gonna I'm gonna keep you lock and loaded on what the Bills plan on doing. Uh, you know, with free agency that's coming up. We're, we're gonna be talking about all that. You know, we got NFL Combine this week, so I'll be watching that very closely. I'm gonna give you guys uh my thoughts and reactions to all that uh as the week goes on. Uh make sure you like, follow, subscribe. Uh go to my Twitter, uh Instagram at Furl Sterling. You can find me on there. I will be posting content for you to consume. But uh
1: outside of that, man, y'all have a blessed week. And I'm out of here.
0: Deuces. More to dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all in one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this high quality leads. Fast closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today. First thing in the morning, as soon as you wake up, the to do list starts.